Good morning, Raboisai. And sponsored Yosef Ben by the Blech, Greenberg, and Adi families. Also, of our dear cousin, Eitan Yair Ben Devora Esther, Eitan Rund, who will be undergoing a nine hour operation on Sunday to remove a benign brain tumor. Please have him in mind when learning and saying to Hillam on Sunday that all should go well with the surgery. Refua Shleimo Eitan Yoyer Ben Devora Esther. Let's see what we have here. Shkoyach. Whoa. Um, this is by one of the sponsors, David Adi. Hi, Rebelli. I just want to let you know I'm a big fan of what you do and how you promote the daf. I wish I could say I watch you every day, but your line of, it's not about the daf, it's about the yomi, is so true. Ever since I started this daf, daf cycle, I've not missed a day, and I started learning others' dorim, and have grown tremendously, which would not have happened if it wasn't for the daf. People put the daf down, but what they fail to understand, the daf is a catalyst for many of us to grow and pick up other sedarim. Hashem should bless you to continue what you're doing and bring the daf to many more people. A quick word about my father-in-law, Zushi Yosef ben Shmuel Tzvi, Rabbi Blech, who I'm dedicating today to my father-in-law. My father-in-law knew Shas cold. Cold. He was one of the foremost experts in Kashrus. I'll tell you what cold is. I don't know. It doesn't say here. I, I think I mentioned this. I, I remember saying this just recently. I was taking a test for Dirshu. Remember this, Maisa? I was taking a test for Dirshu. It was one of those tests. It was like 120 daf. And we were learning Sech Shabbos then. So it was like almost eight years ago. And my father was by me for Shabbos. And he wanted to go see the Rashiv of Lakewood who was going to somebody's house, a Balabas in Chicago. So we said, okay, let's go. I told him that I have to chazer for this test. I have a, so oh, chazer, don't worry, chazer. Anyways, we get to the, the guy's house, and the Rashiv is not there yet. So he asked the, the, the owner of the house, could I, could I learn? Do you have a place I can learn? He says, yeah, go into my office. So we go into his office, and there's only one Masech Shabbos there. So my father says, okay, you take the Masech Shabbos, and let's learn. And he's sitting across from me, and he said, I'll read. And he said every word. I'm not joking. Every word. I'm looking. I, I, I've never seen that before. He's never done it for me. Like, he's just reading it like he, like he has a Gemara. I, I'm looking. Maybe he's cheating. Maybe he's looking at my Gemara. No, he's just reading the Gemara. Cold. That's cold. Daddy Stefanski. He's one of the foremost experts in Kashrus industry and literally wrote a book on Kashrus production. He dedicated his life traveling around the world, dealing with many complex Kashrus issues. I was just reading the book on... Uh, somebody from our shir, who's on the cover of the book, Rabbi Goldzweig from Chicago also, he wrote the book on Kashrus. But okay, here, he wrote the book on Kashrus. It's the most humble person I ever met. May Zeshama have an aliyah, and may he be a male of Klai Yisrael and his entire family. Sincerely, David Adi. This is from Morty Tiefenbrun. Good morning, Morty. What, you know Avadim, Nachman Elzi. Baruch Hashem, he started at the beginning of Sochim. In the Shirin, so far, haven't missed a day from the beginning of Psachim. We're holding off Nun Zayin. Big accomplishment. Nun Zayin, if you go every day from the beginning of Psachim, you basically, it's ingraining you, becomes like just part of you, becomes a habit, a good habit. 
I love the feeling of the consistency that I have from opening my Gemara every day and doing my best without worrying about whether I chop every word or not. Because as you say, the Yomi is it's what it's all about. Ah, two in a row. Today's share touched upon a very fond memory of mine. By 8th grade Rebbe, Zolzayin Gizun, Rebbe Yeruchim Lubavet Shlita, Bechar of the Mir Mashgiach, Zechit Tzadik Lebracha, always used to tell us that people make a terrible mistake with Chalamayid. Because I was talking about that people have to learn that Allah's Chalamayid, you can't write, you have to treat it with more respect. So he says, beautiful. They think it's Chayl, that it's a weekday with a bunch of Isurim, where really it's Yantif, Chag, Mayid, with a lot of Kulas. It's yantif with a lot of kulas, not a weekday with a lot of chumras. I carry that musa with me all the time and try to impart it with my family, and I don't take my kids on chalamayi trips. No, I'm just, no, he doesn't say, he doesn't say, he doesn't say, he doesn't say that. In Mirz Hashem, may we all go. I, I thought, I can't. It's mayid. What are you talking? Don't go on chalamayi. May we all go. Mechayel al-choyel in hasmodas vahasogas ha-toyro, morty, teeth and brune. Oh yeah, he's a music guy. Uh, okay, one day, one day when we make our big. Do we have room for one, uh, one quick one? Okay, this is from Avram Rosenzweig. Interesting one. Booker Tov. I'm 60 with the yeshiva background. However, gave up on my adherence to halacha when I was 20. Last year, I began the cycle of the Yomi so that I might understand my Judaism more. In other words, for learn what I didn't in yeshiva. Only recently did I come across your shir and wanted to thank you for your creative approach to Talmud learning and your sense of humor and community. Well done. You are contributing to my journey, and I'm very grateful for that. L'shalom Avram. You should have that in your journey. Oh, and one last one. A picture of Reb Harry Shalom with a new guy, Josh Reef. should finish shots with us. Yishkayach, we all know. What's Harry's new Hebrew name? Aaron, I think Aaron, Aaron Shalom. Okay. Rabbi Isai, it's a pretty short, very easy daf today, daf nun zayin, and we're holding two lines from the bottom of daf nun ve'ov, Ahmed Beis. And here's a stomach question, not 100% to get to the daf Nugea, but in a roundabout way, almost directly though. Are you permitted, I, I see in our minion, we, we daven outdoors, there's a guy that since the summer, he's very cold. Since the summer, he's wearing these nice gloves the entire davening. Is that okay? There's another guy in our minion that he, not anymore, but he used to be so scared of corona, he came with a, with a mask and a face shield and black gloves. Thin, is that okay during Shachar's? Question number one. Oh, we're going to see a sugi of gloves. Not to get to Shachar's, but I'm throwing that into Shachar's. And there's other halachas. Could a kala under the chuppah wear a nice white silk glove, and the chassan puts the ring on top of the glove. What do you say? A chatzitzel. It says somewhere in the Torah, it has to be like a ring on the, on the finger. Torah, but on... You have to be Mekadosh. You have to be Mekadosh. So, you could. Torah, but on In the beginning, in Yerichoi. So we're talking about the things Yerichoi used to do. So yesterday we were discussing... How in Yerichai, they used to give peya from vegetables. And you're not supposed to give peya from vegetables. Why? Because vegetables are not one of the things that you give peya. And if you decide to be a big tzaddik and give peya, that is, set aside part of your field to give to the poor, you might be doing a mitzvah of tzedakah, but what's going to happen is that the poor are going to think that it's peya. Peya! 
inherently is potter from Trumas and Maestris, and they're going to think it's potter from Trumas and Maestris, where it's chayv in Trumas and Maestris because it's not part of Peah. Then the Gemara says, okay, what happened was they gave the leaves of a turnip. And the question was, the leaves, are they part of the turnip? Could we say that just like the turnip lasts for a long time, and those kind of vegetables like turnips are chayv and Peah? Emmela, they're not potter and Maestris. They are Pater Meiser, sorry, since the Chayv and Peah, the Pater Meiser. Fine, so that's where we are talking about the leaves of a turnip. So, says the Gemara in the beginning, Here's the picture. we got to see this in the, in, the, in the picture. Here's a turnip, here's a Kruv. So in the beginning, they used to give these two. Yerichai, they were so makved, they used to give Peah from turnips and cabbage. Okay. Rabbi Yossi Oimer comes Rabbi Yossi and says, Af the kaflait. Leek as well. So what do you have? One, two, three. You have a turnip, cabbage, and leek. V'tanya yidoch, ho yinoisnem peya lulefes v'lekafloit. Now the second bracer comes along and says, they used to give peya from the turnip and the leek. Right over here, turnip, leek. Rabbi Shimon Oimer comes Rabbi Shimon and says, Af lekruv. So he takes it up to the center one. Turnip, cabbage, leek. He added the cabbage. So basically, the, both Bryce's agree that at one point it was three, af. And then Machleg is in the Bryce that you have turnip and cabbage, or it's turnip and leek. And they both say, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon both say that it once happened, it was turnip, cabbage, and leek. So the Gemara says, Nemo. Hold on, this might be a... Okay, we have some extra ones over here. Talking about Rabbi Dambi, yesterday he gave, he sponsored. But he gave me some extra ones. Here we go. We're holding on the top. So we have three shitas. Turnip and cabbage, turnip, cabbage, leek, turnip and leek. Where it really shouldn't be three, says the Gemara, In fact, there's only two shitas total. Reb Shimon and Reb Yoisi basically say the same thing. So, when we read the Braisa, so in the beginning they used to give turnip and cabbage. Says Reb Yoisi, not that we're adding leek to these two, but we're adding leek by itself. So it's turnip and leek. Where Rabbi Yossi says, af, he's saying only these two. He's not saying all three. He's saying turnip and leek. So there's two now. Turnip and cabbage? No, it's turnip and leek. Nobody ever said three. That's what the Gemara is going to say. So it's really two shitas. And then Rabbi Shimon comes along, on the bottom of Nunvavim Beis. His shita is what we just said. Turnip, turnip and leek. Aflikruv is not that it's three, take off the leek. It's always, this is consistent. It's always a turnip. The question is, is it a turnip and a leek or is it a turnip and a cabbage? No one says it's turnip, leek, and cabbage. It's not three, it's only two. So really we have two shitas. It's either a turnip and cabbage or a turnip and leek. Zehuzeh. Raboisai, I still didn't get any shiduchim. For our friend, the guy, the mechaber of the kids' corner in Harar Magaz, he's 32 years old, 
Mordechai Zapaznik, I want to hear some Eitzes. Reboise, quick. 32, from Brooklyn. You'd rather live in Brooklyn. Shilich time. Zog to Gemara. So we have Tretanoyab. Tadarabonon. Ben Bahoyayin, or whatever his name is, Nosan Peo Liyarek. The son of Bahoyayin, Bahoyon, whatever you want to call him, he used to give peyo on vegetables. And we said, vegetables is not something you give peyo. What's the problem? Rashi on the base says, the problem is that the anim, the poor people, are not going to realize and they're not going to give trumas on ice. They're going to eat tevel. It's the rice. Over here, on this psalm, Rashi seems to say a different problem, that you're being mafkia trumas on ice. You are not giving the levy and the kayan what they deserve, you're making it into hefker, into peyah. Unbelievable. His father walks in on these poor people and they're carrying sacks full of vegetables. And they're about to leave. Omar Lohem, in a beautiful Lashon, Bonai, my sons, do me a favor. Put everything back where it came from. Don't worry about it. I will give you double than what you just took from the good stuff, from the chulen that I took meiser, it's right. I'm concerned that you're going to go home and not take trumas and meisers. And he continues, It's not because I'm stingy and I don't want you to take the vegetables. This is that you don't give peya from vegetables. Why? Because Rashi says, the meiser. You're removing the, the Hilchas Meiser. You're supposed to give 10%, a, a little bit to the Kayan and 10% to the Levi. And the Levi's supposed to give another 10%. The, the kids are, it's not going to happen from all those vegetables that you decide to be a Tzadik on. Says the Gemara, Why does he have to explain it to them? He's giving them double. So why does he have to say, oh, you should know I'm not stingy. Obviously he's not stingy. He's giving them more than they took out. There was a Misa, famous story with the, I believe it's the Boston Rebbe. I hope he's not mocked that they say over the story, but that's what I heard it many times from the Boston Rebbe. During his daughter, Shabbat he realized that he made a Mekah that his son-in-law, the new one, is not what he thought it was. So he called the son-in-law over, and he said, I don't know, if, but okay. Who wrote that? Ah, somebody's up there. <laughs> they are dying from the heat. The guys up there in the little, all the heat goes up there, and they're dying. So they threw on the screen in front of me. You see, everybody's laughing. They threw on the screen. Turn off the heat. We are dying up here. It's like an SOS call from up there. They can't escape. It's already got to their brains. They can't get out of there. But Baruch Hashem, listen, listen. Dr. Factor's up there together with the They know Ganim's yeah. down below, not up there. At least at least Dr. Factor learned not to whisper. Not, I could hear everything. I hear it all. 
But now that's not a good idea either. The idols started laughing. Oh, the Basana Rebbe. Okay, let's go back. There's a story about the Basana Rebbe. The Basana Rebbe, during Shabbat Brachas, he realizes that his new son in law is Litvish. I'm kidding. He realized he's not, he's not, he's not, a, he's not what he thought he was. So he goes over to his son in law and says, Listen, I, I watched the, the, the new wedding video, it's beautiful, and I realized and I noticed that during the chuppah, you didn't have kavana. When, you, when you, you gave the ring, there was something's missing there. So what I suggest is that you do it again. Do it, give, Harayat Mekdashi, do it again. Okay. But there's a problem. You can't, you can't be ma'arer on, on a kiddushin that happened. So you give a quick get, give a quick get, and then, and then, and then you do the kiddushin. The guy says, okay, if the Rebbe wants. So he gives a quick get, and the Rebbe says, okay, stop, time out. Now we have to think about the kiddushin. Thanks for the get. That's the Maisa. You never heard the story? Okay. Ayan, I heard it from a number of different sources. And that's not the Boston Rebbe, the one from here, one from here as well. Fine. Says the Gemara, it's not for your book. It's not going to make it to your book. Huh? Listen, it's uh, all my stories are true. Just some of them didn't happen yet. It's right to happen. Fine. Zokti Gemara. So, so why do you tell these guys, oh, uh, I'm telling you, I'm going to give you double. I'm not, I'm not stingy. Maybe he's playing a trick with them. Drop it. I'm going to give you double. And then once they drop it, he says, okay, okay, that's it. Now move out of here. Leave my, my field. You have no, you're trespassing. He's explaining to them, look, the reason is I'm going to do X, Y, Z, and I'm going to give you a good reason. It makes sense, logically, that I have to do so because there's an iser to give from Yarok. I'm going to give you good stuff. You know, today we have a little extra time. We can do Taisvis inside. Find a little bit of Taisvis, top Taisvis. Ask Taisvis Vim Taimar. What is the problem here in the Gemara? If Bahayayan, whatever his name is, his son, gave this, these vegetables as payah, so essentially he said, these are all Hefker. All these vegetables are hefker, and hefker is not chayv and meiser. What's the concern? Rashi says you mafkia meiser, you're taking away from the koyhanim. You let it be mafkir. Says Taisus two tirutzim. Yishleimar kibesil the arim misachdus peyo einoy hefker at sheyufker laanim vila ashirim kishmita. Hefker a new yisoid in hefker when it comes to these things. Hefker has to be hefker for everybody, not just for one part of the the community, not just for the anim. Hefker I'm giving it even for the wealthy. Now the wealthy can't take these. Vegetables that, that he didn't have that in mind. Second, very, very important terrets, uh, inami. Skip along, like seven lines down, inami. Even if you hold that it's okay to be mafkir for part of the society. Over here, the Yes, the son gave all these fruit, the, all these vegetables, as a gift to the poor. Because he thought that vegetables are chayiv and peyah. He made a mistake. So a mistake doesn't constitute of a true, a true hefker, and therefore they'd still be chayiv in meiser. There was a place in the Beis Hamikdash, right on the border between the Azara, the, Ezra, the real Azara and the Azara of the, the Israelim over here and the, the Ezra Snashim. There's a little room over here, 
uh, in red, I don't know if you could zoom in, Gary. Tiny, there's three rooms, and the center one is called Lishkas HaParva. Now, Parva in Hebrew, I don't know if that's how you spell it really, but Parva is fur, but that's not why. It's called Parva because that was the name of the guy, the person that donated it, or that was his name. Besa Parva. Now, right over here, they would put all the hides. Hides, we'll see, are very valuable. Who gets the hides? So the Pasuk says, Vahakoyin hamakriv es oilas ish the koyin and the oila, the ar, the hide on the oila goes to who? Loyia to the koyin. So when you're talking about kachi kachin, the oilas, the chatas, whatever it is, the hides, valuable hides, go to the koyin that's in the base hamigdash at that time doing that krova. We learn a, a limud, it says in the Pasuk oila, but anything similar to oila, to exclude kachin kalim like a shlamim that goes to the owner. Everything goes to the owner. So in the beginning, they would put all the hides in Lishkat's base parma. Then they came at night and they would divide it between. So every, every week was a different mishmar. There's 24 mishmaris. Every day of the week, so they had mishmaris. They would divide the mishmaris, large families. Every day, Sunday was this family within the mishmar. Monday is this family. So each person, Rashi points out, look, some days there were tremendous amount of kabbalahs, sometimes there's less, less people that had to bring chatois, less, whatever it was, it doesn't matter. Each day went to that mishmar. What happened was, nothing changed since then. The tough guys would come, the tough kayanim, from that mishmar, and grab whatever they wanted to grab. It wasn't fair. They made a so they decide, okay, only on Friday. We're going to divvy it up on Fridays only for that mishmar of that week. So every week there's a one mishmar. They would all come together. Why? The, the assumption was there's going to be so many kohanim, the tough guys are going to lose their power. They made a mistake. Back then the same thing happened. You have the Rav of the Shul, you have the big Rosh Hashiva, you have these guys that come. And forget about that they were tough guys. They were tough in a different way. Nobody wanted to say anything to them. Comes the Rav, you're going to start uh, fighting with him. Hey, Rabbi, you took a ten. You should only take one. He took whatever he wanted to take. I'm the Rav. Nobody can say anything. Exactly. You can't say anything. Because if you do say anything, they'll throw your kids out of that cheder, whatever it is, the whole. They're Bali Israel in a different way. You know what they did? They said... They said, if it's not for us, if we can't get it, we can't benefit, no one will. Why should the rough take it home? They made it Hegdish. Who's the Bailam? All the Koyanim, says Rashi. They all got together and made it Hegdish. No, so it's going to be Hegdish in the future. Fine, master with Bezin. However, they did it. Omru. There was so much income from these hides that they were able to make tiles made out of pure gold. Shehin amal amal. Tiles like we have today. Two feet, 24 inches by 24 inches. Hungarian based amigdash. Ka'ivi dinners of. 
I'm the Hungarian. I like, like Trump. I want the gold. My wife, no, 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 it's too gaudy. No, she's the Hungarian. No, too gaudy. Dinner's up. Like a, a, a thin, I don't know how thick dinner is. I can imagine. It's like a matbea, the thin thing. But it was two, it was ama by ama, 22 feet by two feet. Ula regel, so they, they, the entire heichal. Where's the heichal? The heichal. Can't go into the heichal. Us Israelim cannot go in. Rabbi Shomer can go in. Here's the Heichal, this giant building, 60 amas tall, whatever it was, 100, no, 100 amas tall, 200 amas, depends. This Heichal, full of gold, on the walls I think it was, fine. What happened was, when all of Klai Yisrael would come visit the Beis HaMikdosh, they would pile all the tiles up and show everybody, some say it was over here by the steps, or somewhere in the Harabai, so all of Klai Yisrael could see, look, look what they did with all, this, with all the money, they bought all these golden tiles, look how beautiful they are, they're perfectly square, they're very thin, beautiful stuff. Says Rashi, there's no doifi, there's no, there's no, how do you say doifi in English, there's no blemish, no, they're perfect, no flaw, oh, I like that word, that's a great word. There's no flaw in these, in these, um, in these tiles, perfect. Yesterday we're learning that one of the things that the people in Yericho did was they used to use the branches that used to grow after their fathers were magdish the trees. Why were the fathers magdish the trees? Two types of trees. Shikma and Charov, the carob and the sycamore trees, they would be magdish. Whoa, what's going on? Why? The Gemara explains. Tana, Abishal Oimer, Kairo shall shikma hayu they have the trunks. Usually a kaira is a beam. Rashi says it's the entire tree, the whole trunk of a tree. In Here we go again. You think in those days people were calmer, nicer people. They had the Meshuggahim back then too. The tough guys used to come and steal the trunks of the tree. The entire tree. They'd come with a pickup truck, throw it in the pickup and go. They said, if they're going to steal it, we are going to make the entire tree now, these are trees that are attached to the ground because they grew later. They'll come with a chainsaw, chop, chop, take. Say, say these people in Yerichoi, that's why they did it. We're going to make it Kaddish L'shamayim. Comes the next generation and says, wait a minute. Our forefathers, they made the entire tree Hegdish. Why? They had a major problem with the, with the tough guys. But what about the new branches? We're going to chop the new branches off and use them. Aleim says the Gemara. Aleim, there were many situations like this. Aleim val similar situation on Abishol. For instance, Ben Botnis, Mishum Abba Yosef Ben Chanan, Oily me base Baitus. There was a coin Godel. His name is Baitus. Oily Malason. We got to be worried from his club. I have a picture. Here's the Allah, a club in those days. You see with the spokes, with the spikes. Get a zest from this. His slaves used to run around giving people shtickle uh, vaccine. What, what, are, what is this? Uh, what is it called? That, um, the Chinese thing. You give a... No, they, you know, when you're not... Uh, yeah, acupuncture. Acupuncture. Shtickle, this is the original acupuncture. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. So he's a kind godel. And his slaves are running around beating people up with these terrible uh, clubs. Again, another kind gadol. They wouldn't use a physical stick. But they would go around giving people bad advice. That's what they would do. Bad advice. 
Hold on, we gotta say Shalom Aleichem to some people here. Dan Rubinov, Shalom Aleichem. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Dan Rubinov, Shalom Aleichem. You, you were sponsored it last week. Shalom, Shalom Avracha. Here, this is what he looks like, Rabbi Isai. Larry Pearl is on. It's good to see Larry. Larry is doing Baruch Hashem better. He's on and he's showing his face. It's tremendous news. David Handler, Shalom Aleichem. Daddy Kornbluth, Zadie Kornbluth, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? It's good to see your face. He's looking at me like I'm crazy. Daddy Kornbluth is with us from day one. Israel Chayfet, Shalom Aleichem, and Kassil Weisberger. All right, going back. Zogdei Lagi Gemara. Oyli Melechishason. Oyli, fine, next. Oyli Melechishason, Kassroys, another coin Godol. Oyli Mikulmoison. They had bad pens. I'm thinking it's like a newspaper. Pachkevillin. You could write terrible things about people. And you could destroy people with writing. They were boxers, they were tough guys, they used to beat people up. Again, another kind God. Shaheim, all these four Kohanim Gdoilum. Ubneim Gizbarim. They put the Gansim Mishpach into the business. Their sons were the Gizbarim of the Beis Hamikdash. Vachasneim, Amar Kolin. Amar Kolin is Amar Kol, says Rashi. Whatever they say goes in the Beis Hamikdash. In other words, they were in charge. And their slaves would run around, roughing people up. So, Bekitzer, they were bad guys. There were three baskals, so to speak, in the Azara. Get out of here, the, 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 the children of Eli. How are they in Tamei Hashem? We learned it. Rashi brings the Pasuk. Asher Yishkivun es Hanoshin. The simple meaning of the Pasuk is that they pasher were over Nishasish. But the Gemara tells us, Kolaimer, B'nai Eli Chatu, in that Avera of Eishasish, Enei Latoya. What happened was, we learned in Shabbos, right? They, they would hold back the Karbanas of women who gave birth. And Memela, the women couldn't go home to their husbands. So it was as if, they were Oivar Neshesesh, from holding back the women. That Avera said, Tzumikan, you can't be part of the Beis HaMikdash. V'oitzavchot, Tzumikan Yisachar Ishkvar Barkoi, Shemechabed es Atzmoi, Umechalel Kotshe Shomayim. How is he Mechabed himself and Mechalel Kotshe Shomayim? Unbelievable story, the Gemara is going to go into it in a second. Avekorech Yodeh Bishiroi, he would take silk and wrap his hand with silk. And he would perform the avoid in the base of Godel with silk on his hands, gloves on his hands. What's the problem? Says Rashi, two problems. First of all, chatzitza. You can't. You have to be touching the karbanis, the blood. He didn't want to get touched by the blood. I heard a Mardikamaisa. I can relate to it. If you have children that have, um, what is it called? Mamish, I'm losing all the words today. Sensory, sensory. Kids that only eat pizza. That a mamish mefunik, you'd say, pass at the Suda, pass that tray of meat. No, can't, I can't touch it. Uh, nothing, zero. So imagine such a person, a rav, that blood grosses him out, you can't even imagine. So they said, if everything grosses you out so much, so how could you do a bris milah, metzitza, beped, the whole thing, how could you do it? It's disgusting. He says, no, I don't, it's a mitzvah. I don't look at it as blood, I look at it as a mitzvah. And this kain gadol was, was, was worried about the blood, 
So number one, says Rashi, it's chatzitza. Number two, it's a bezayin, a bezayin to the mitzvah. Two things. Could you wear gloves during shakras? Says the Bach, it's usher to wear gloves during davening. So Rav Shleim Zaman Oribach explains, it's a bezayin. That, the same shaykh is that in the Beis HaMikdash. You understand that it's a bezayin? Oh, 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 oh. So Rav Zaman Oribach says he, that the Bach is talking about, stop, he's wearing gloves. But if he's freezing cold, like the guy in our minion, then 100% it's okay. But like, if you want to be cool and wear like a, a silk glove, that's awesome. Now, stop real quickly. In Shechita, there's a machloikas if you're allowed to wear a glove. Rav Moshe Feinstein says you're allowed to. Rav Moshe says it's awesome. But when you check the bedikas of the reya, of obviously you can't wear a glove. Now, the Shul Torah which a lot of people say, most people say it's the Benish Chai. There's a Shaila because it doesn't say exactly who. He says it's also about Kaira to wear gloves while he's laning. And finally, not finally, one other Allah, a cipher is not allowed to wear gloves. And a Kala cannot wear gloves during Kiddush. And you said that's not a Kiddush. Okay. Says the Gemara. We're going to see in a second this amazing story. No, did I say it? No. Yishmal ben Piyachi should come in. That who, who is Yishmal ben Piyachi? The Talmud of Pinchas. Let him come in. And we're going to see soon that the Chiddush over here, I'll just say it over here, because his children were one of these guys running around. We had before. Oily me base Yishmal ben Piyachi. Oily me groifan. We just said before, they were one of the Kayanim, the, the kids were running around beating people up. Says the Baskal, but the Kayan God himself was a good guy. Let him in. I think that's the Ben Yayad or somebody, the Masha says it. But it's Says the Masha, who's this? Who's the Talmud of Pinkai? What? Rashi. I'm getting confused between Rashi and the Marsha. Good stuff. Who is this Ben Pinkai? Pinkai is Pinchas, but because he, the Marsha wants to say that Yochanan is Yochanan, the famous Yochanan Kohen Gadol who served as a Kohen Gadol for 80 years, and he became a Tzduki at the end of his life, so we don't want to say that he was the Talmud of Pinchas, so the Gemara changed his name to a funny name, Pinkai. Let him come in and eat. He would eat 300 calves. So when you first read it, you can say, okay, 300 is a guzma, like 400 is a guzma. But Rashi says that he's a balchesed. He took in tons of koyhanim and he would feed them all. That's why he needed so many. Dorch Laner says it's talking about the whole year. This is what he ate in a year. So it would come out approximately one calf a day, which is a lot also. And eat a tremendous measurement of young birds in one suda. Which is, it's hard to say that, okay, one suda. There's nothing left over, he would take care of everything. Yeah. Like Bachram, like snakes. Whatever happened to this Koen Godot that wore gloves during the Avodah? Amri. 
Malko, Malko, Saviyasvi. It's interesting that over here the Gemara doesn't say what it is, and Rashi avoids saying what it is. It says, Malchi Beis Chashmanoi. But we learned in Krisus that this is Yanai. For some reason, Rashi, they don't want to say what it is, maybe because of what happened. Malko Omar, Gad Yoy. A typical argument between a husband and wife, king and the queen. He says, Oh, I'm telling you, goat is much better than lamb. Goat chops and lamb chops, there's no comparison. Goat is better. Some say it's on a hoicha, they were arguing about a kajborchu, and a whole zach. Fine, different chasishas far I saw. Bemis, I'm not joking. The lamb tastes better. Amru, man Who understands about lamb and goats better than anyone else in this world? Koin Gadol. The Koin Gadol understands he has it all day long. The Komasikur Bun is called Yoima. So he shows up. We just turned to the afternoon. Zion of the base. Surprise. Eight lines. Sponsored by Gedalia Fenster. Lerufur Shleimov Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Tova Basha. Yesterday, one of the Chashuvim in our shir, Reb Naftali Rishel, said that he actually knows Gedalia Fenster's website. He has 20,000 followers or something. He has good every Torah. It's Al Pete Bressov, I think. If anybody's into that, check it out. Maybe not. Maybe it's some good stuff. The few that I saw. Says the Gemara, So he did something, I don't know exactly. He went like this. <laughs> like, both of you, shaitim. <laughs> What's the shayla b'chalal? You don't do that to a king. It's not a good thing. What's the number one carbon? Like, every single day, carbon tamid. If the goat tasted better, then Akash Baruch should say, take a tamid from a goat. But that's not what we use. We use, a, we use sheep. So Mari Dekarai says that sheep are much better proven from the tamid. Omer Malko says the Melech Yanai, first of all, chutzpah. He argues with me. Now, how is he supposed to know that that's what the king said? But maybe he said, look, I say like this, my wife says like that. He should have had seichel and said like the king. Yeah, but Rashi says both. So number one, he's, he's mezaz, he went like this. Number two, he didn't even say. Not only did he not say like me, he was also, he went with his hand. Let's chop off his right hand. So what does he do? He says, right, without a, I'm a righty. Without a right hand, it's no good. So he goes to the hand chopper and says, here's 100 bucks. Do me a favor, pretend that you chopped off my right hand. Chop off the left hand instead. Shoma Malko, and the king heard about it, so he chopped off his left hand, and then when the king heard about what he did, the trick, he said, chop off his right hand. So, number one, you see like this. A lot of times people say, oh, because of corona, so I lost my job, or because of this, I lost X amount of money. And it's Lemaisa, it's the exact opposite. You were supposed to lose money. You were supposed to lose your job. So how did Akash Baruch do it? He made, he made, he made, he, he came up with Corona. He did this and this and then he got fired. This kind Gadol had to have his hands chopped off. So he made an argument between the king and the queen and they, they decided, it's not that, oh, there happened to be an argument and then we bring in. That's a, number one, that's what we have to understand. Number two is the Ben Yoyada points out here that when he put on the glove on his right hand, how did he put it on? He put it on with his left hand. He went like this. So the left hand got punished. Not only did he get punished, they got punished first. And then he got punished with the right hand. It's also, I'm just saying, I'm sticking this in. 
It's a simon to show. Well, he's a shaita. He didn't chata. The king is going to know. People are walking around. The king is walking around without a left hand. The king is going to find out in a millisecond that the left hand came off. What was he thinking? That's what Akash Baruch wanted. He should have the wrong thought. And he's going to get the oynish of getting both his hands chopped off. Omer Avi Yosef. Birich Rachman, I got to slow down. It's not 8 o'clock yet. Birich Rachman, the Ashkelidli Socher Ishkvar Barkoi Limitrifase. Yeah, well, I didn't learn them really. They're very, very long. So, says Rav Yosef. I have to check it out because it seems like a lot of Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said this often. Birich Rachman, you see from here that Akash Baruch Hu was nice to him and paid him up in this world. And the Ben Yoda says it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a hint in the words. Yisachar is Sachar. And why does the Gemara have to say where he lives? Kfar Barkoi. So he learns, I forgot what he says, Barkoi, but it says Kfar is Kapara. So he gets Sachar and he got Kapara in this world. Omar Vashi. Yisachar is Kfar Barkoi, Loi Tonimas Nisan. Had he learned, says Rashi, even Brises, the Gemara says Mishnayis, and Brises, the Snan, it says in the Mishnah. He should have learned a little bit. He didn't learn. Everywhere in the Torah it says Kvasim and then Izim. So I would think the Torah is telling us what comes first. You should know a Keves is more Choshev, it tastes better than a Gdi. And one time it flips it. In Keves Yavi Korbanoi, the Gdi comes first. To teach us that there's no difference whatsoever. So if you're Mechuyev in a Korban, you can bring a goat just as fast as you bring a sheep. Forget the Mishnah. You didn't even get to, I don't want to say which type of guys never learn Chumash. In yeshiva, they don't teach us chumash and, and, and navi. Afilu mikra nami loikara. Dechsev im keves im ez. That the pasuk says in boi keves leise. If you want to bring a sheep, i boi ez leise. Hadrun aloch mokoyim shenoagu uslika lo pesach rishoin. Hadrun aloch mokoyim shenoagu. Hadrun aloch mokoyim shenoagu. Mamshaneis eight zero zero. Have a wonderful day. <laughs> New Yorkers, don't leave New Yorkers. I got to see my New York friends. Oh, Avrumi Leibowitz. I just saw Avrumi. Where's Ben Schwartz? It's Sunday morning, the best day for me. Ah, all the chaver from New York show up. Reb Zalman Weiss. Shalom Aleichem, Reb Zalman. Hi, Rabbi Mizrahi, Manishma. First time ever or on Zoom? I, I recognize the name. No, so join us more often. You should know 
Joe, a lot, there's a lot of New Yorkers, a lot of New Yorkers that come on every single, I mean, it's like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock with them, they come on every day. You should just know. Not Ben Schwartz. Ben Schwartz, we miss you. He's from the five towns. It's different in the five towns. But in Bar Park, it's not, not a problem. What do you mean? Tyra, Tyra, they need it, they need it. Mordechai Ashkenazi, tell them how you do it. Tell them how you do it. I'm telling you, but it's a different experience, no? It's a different experience to see all the guys and to see this chat going on and all that stuff. Why is it important? What? What do you say? I didn't hear what you said, Yossi. Why, why is it important that you finish at 8 o'clock? Ah, yeah, yeah. Because the, from day one, there was a big machlegas when the shir should be. I don't know why we decided at 7.15. The problem is in Israel, 8 o'clock is when all the kids go to school. So a lot of the fathers, the younger guys, like Ruving Che, that have kids, and, and my kids also go to school then, but that's a different story. So they, they basically leave the house at about 8, 8.05, so all the fathers in the shir would get up and run out. We, we, we made a thing. We were going to try really hard to finish at 8. Also to make it a 45-minute shir. So now the... the we're, we're, I'll look up for you. I think the question was the other way around. Why what? No, I thought you were going to say, why do I finish at 8.02 every day? <clears throat> Hey, Nach. Hey, Nach, listen to me. Listen, listen. At the end of the day, when Shabbos comes in at 8 o'clock, I'm flying out of the shower at a quarter to 8. When Shabbos comes in at 1 o'clock, I fly out of the shower at a quarter to 1. You should know. This morning, hello, preparing the daf, preparing the daf also, I said to myself, okay, it's a very short daf. I'm going to Be'ez Hashem do a lot of hilchas. There's a tremendous amount of Hilchas Pesach. If you look at the daft, the whole thing, why is it such a short amount? Because it says, say that, I'm going to read it real quickly, and I'm going to jot down all the halachas that I think are, are Negel, or Mice, or whatever, or interesting, and give the Olam over. I never got to it, because just the, everything goes, everything, I fill up at 7 o'clock, I'm done learning, finished. No matter how difficult the daft is, how easy the daft is, for some reason, that's what happens. It's a procrastination. That's what it is. Oh, oh, listen. There's a guy, I, I noticed a few guys in this, this really from shul, they finish Shemona Esrei double. In other words, when the Chazan finishes Shemona Esrei, all of a sudden they finish. They start with everybody, and it takes them as long as the whole Chazan shots. But I noticed something very interesting. A couple of times the Chazan didn't start right away, there's a five-minute delay, and for some reason, they finish, poof, when the chazan finishes. The chazan was very quick that day. They finish when the chazan finishes. So I don't understand what happened. It's not, it's not a minute thing. It's just as... Okay, listen, that's how it goes. Azoy Geitevelt. Hi, Lauren. Lauren, you're also, what are you? You're in New York? You can only show up uh, Sunday morning? I don't see you during the week, Lauren. What's going on? Huh? He's on? Doylem sees him? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
There's a, there's a limit. There's only, there's only a certain amount. I have the most that you could get. I don't think so. I've never seen that. You can see 50? What? 49. Yeah, four, I have 49. I do have 50. I have 50. But I have, five, I have four screens. Today I had three screens. How many guys were on today? Wow. Very good. Very good. Very like it. Good stuff. Some people practice light bulb. Last in, first out. Take care, Monty. Yeah. It was? Moisha Hirsch. Moisha Hirsch is in charge, I think. Ari Bloom. Which part do you like? You, oh, I know why you said it's phenomenal. Of course, because the whole piece on the Lubavitcher, the Friedrich Rebbe. Where's Wishloimi Kleiman? Yeah. What a. Look at these Lubavitchers. Look at them. Look at them. Ay, 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 ay. I was wondering what you were saying. Oh, I know what you're saying. Yisrael Shalitsky also spoke about uh, the Lubavitcher Rebbe. I got it. It was a double whammy for Lubavitch. Double whammy, Yisrael Shalitsky, going Lubavitch on us. In middle of the week, in middle of the week, he went to Bubov. He went to the Bubov, a caver, and, and dabbing for everybody. I didn't know he's not married. I didn't know. I didn't know. We have to, we have to start doing stuff. I did. I did. Two, three svarim. I heard you said you said in the Levaya something from Shmuel Brazil, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually three, four days into Shiva. What's the actual event? But uh, yeah, I mentioned a couple of things. Yeah, Ellie Trapper, Shulam of Rucha. Avrum Levis, don't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm, uh, I just wanted to let you know, I'm, uh, I, I actually started another Mesefta. Wow, wow. So which one do you know? Which one is it? Let me hear. Which one? Erevin. Erevin is tough. You picked the wrong one, I think. 
Only if you watch my shear, because my shear has a lot of pictures. Oh, over 600 diagrams. Over 600 diagrams. Huh? Yeah, I'm giving you, yeah. Should I tell Fagi to or me? Is it Bivrit? Okay, I'll tell Fagi to. Listen, listen, Ellie, Ellie. Every time you watch a shear, I need you to give a thumbs up. Because there's one character that gives a thumbs down every shear. One guy. He comes on, he doesn't watch, he gives a thumbs down. Wow, wow. wow. So you, that's awesome, that's awesome. Ben, what are you, no, 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 you're not going anywhere. Ben, what's going on with you? Yeah, I, I also didn't miss a single daf since Pesachim. I'm proud of myself, very proud. I know, it's amazing. What does that mean? A lot more. A lot more than what? Of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, you could see the numbers. YouTube. YouTube has over a thousand views per share, and uh, Zoom is only 150. By the way, Yosef, I, I, I undid, I took off my, I, 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 I deleted my app, and I reinstalled it, and now everything is working again. So, hopefully it stays like that. How does your app work? Joel, how's, is your app working okay? It doesn't help. You know it doesn't help. You can't. You can't get two views. It has to be. Uh, has to be hundred different devices. We should. We should. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Gary if we could put in the in the in the Alias Hagag in the room over there. Maybe we could put in a hundred devices, and every day we'll have a guy. We'll pay a guy to click. <laughs> or maybe maybe some company in India does it. <laughs> Oh, really? Ooh, Ellie Trapper. Ellie. Good call, Ellie. Good call. How you doing, Peretz Rappaport? Shalom Aleichem. Peretz. How are you? Where are you again? Remind me. I'm in Muncie. I actually have to behave because my professor, Ben Schwartz, is here. So I have to be careful. <laughs> well, a minute. What do you mean, professor? Where are you in school? Wow. YouTube is still running, so even if Ben's not here, he's going to see it. One minute. So, Ben, Sh time out. Ben Schwartz, ben Schwartz is your professor in school? Yeah. 
I didn't know he's a professor. I know he has two offices. He's a professor. Psh, COVID. Such COVID. So let me, let me, let me, uh, Peretz. That's right. Did he tell you, did he tell you that if you do, if you do the daf, he's going to like pass, he's going to pass you or something? What do you do? How did he get you? Anyways, Avrumi, what's that? It's a great show. It was great to see your son over there in Cancun. Givaldic, they sent the email in. It was beautiful, beautiful. Very nice. Yeah, kol kavod, It's beautiful to get your sons, sons on board, huh? What do you mean? What am I supposed to say? Say, don't forget to email me. Send me a picture. No, that, you can't say don't forget to email me. That's teasing people. They we have a lot of, uh, Yosef, we have a lot of emails I have to catch up on. I, I have, what, 50 emails I didn't read. These guys, all these guys already sent in. Ben Schwartz, by the way, your email is one of the top, top emails. Still remains the top. <laughs>